This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moore and McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, 15th of September. In your squiz today, standing up for the Queen, Putin and Xi to meet, prolonging pandemic payments, and some gratuitous advice for tired parents. This is your squiz today. Claire, the Queen is a few steps closer to her final resting place today after King Charles led a procession on foot behind her coffin from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall overnight. Yeah, and it was a very grand occasion, that's for sure. Uh, Joining Charles were his siblings, Anne, Andrew and Edward, and his sons, William and Harry. Their partners also made the two-kilometre journey, but they did it by car. And there were 500 members of the military marching in full uniform, and it was all accompanied by the sounds of those classical funeral marches. Uh, And the crowds along that route were just huge. Yeah, the pictures that listeners will see this morning are quite incredible. And on the crowds, there are now countless others queuing to view the Queen's coffin as it lies in state until about 3.30pm our time on Monday. Yeah, so London is said to have a million extra visitors uh, and that could continue to build over the coming days. So as you can imagine, there is a lot of focus from authorities on managing things in the city centre. A system has been devised to give people uh, who are hoping to get to see the Queen's coffin numbered wristbands and what authorities say is that the queue could be closed at any time. So there are no guarantees. Uh, And if they are lucky to get into Westminster Hall, there will be no pictures or videos allowed. And there are still more people yet to arrive, including our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, Governor-General David Hurley and their partners, who are flying to London today ahead of the funeral on Monday. And if you'd like to know more about why the Queen's death has had such a global impact and what's next for King Charles, Claire, you've made an excellent squiz shortcut this week. Oh, thanks for that. And look, (laughs) there's been so much coverage of the Queen's death, but our shortcut really cuts through that clutter and we answer some of the questions that we had about what it all means and what's next. Yeah, good one. I'll pop a link to that in our show notes. Someone who won't be travelling to London is Russian President Vladimir Putin as he's having his first face-to-face meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping since the start of the Ukraine war today. Yeah, and it's President Xi's first trip outside of China since the start of COVID, so that's notable too. And they're heading to Uzbekistan for a trade summit, and it's hosted by the Shanghai Cooperation Organisation. That's a security grouping of Eurasian countries, and it includes India and Pakistan. Uh, And the meeting comes at a really critical juncture for Russia and China as they face all of that growing tension with the West uh, over their respective moves to muscle up in Ukraine and in Taiwan. The Kremlin says discussions of trade and economic cooperation with friendly nations will be particularly important due to the bite of sanctions. And some analysts say Moscow's recent military setbacks in eastern Ukraine could give Beijing the upper hand in those discussions. 
Back in Australia, Claire, a coronial inquest into the police shooting death of Indigenous man Kumanjai Walker heard yesterday that Zachary Rolfe, the constable who was acquitted of his murder, was involved in a series of racist text message exchanges with his fellow officers. So just to recap on this one, uh, earlier this year, the Northern Territory's Supreme Court found Rolf not guilty of murdering Walker. That was during an attempted arrest in the remote town of Uendamu uh, back in 2019. Authorities downloaded thousands of messages from Rolf's phone after he was arrested, and that was evidence that prosecutors wanted to put into that murder trial, but they were unsuccessful. And now a coronial inquest is taking a broader look at the 19-year-old's death, and it will consider uh, whether racism played a part in his his death. The inquest is taking place in Alice Springs and it will hear from Rolf as part of its hearings, so there will be more to come on this. Staying in Australia, Claire, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has confirmed that pandemic leave payments will be extended indefinitely at the current rate, following a national cabinet meeting yesterday. This is the payment made by the government to COVID-struck workers who don't have access to sick leave and are forced to stay home under mandatory isolation periods. Yeah, that's right. And it was just a couple of weeks ago that Treasurer Jim Chalmers said that we should expect that payment to end at the end of September due to budgetary pressures, um, even with a five-day isolation period uh, required by governments remaining in place. But yesterday, Prime Minister Albanese said the payment would stay in place while governments require people to stay at home. And it's already cost taxpayers $2.2 billion. uh, But from here on in, the feds and the states and territories are going to split that bill 50-50. Yes, and it seems that the pandemic will remain top of the agenda at the next meeting at the end of this month, with the PM flagging that they will look at further reducing the ISO period as we gradually move towards COVID being treated like any other health issue. Claire, I'd like to dedicate this next story to our host, Larissa, who's gone on mat leave, as a new study has found what they claim is the best way of soothing an unsettled baby. And look, she'll love that you're thinking of her, Siobhan. Uh, And this might be unsolicited and gratuitous advice, but look, we're here to help. We're just giving you the news and then it's up to you to make up your mind whether it's useful or not. Um, So researchers from the Ricken Centre of Brain Science in Japan, they observed 21 mothers and what they found was that if a bub is unsettled, just pick them up, uh, walk around holding them for five minutes without stopping, uh, and then sit down and hold them for another five to eight minutes before settling them down to sleep again. And it sounds really simple. I just don't know what all the fuss is about. Yes. As a childless woman, it seems so easy. I'm (laughs) sure it's that straightforward. (laughs) But the findings do apparently build on previous research about mammals, including humans, which are helpless at birth, that found that young animals become more docile when carried by their mothers in what's called the transport response. So to the parents, good luck with that. 
This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Claire, if you're lamenting the rising cost and hassle of overseas travel, try looking closer to home because Australia's top tourist towns have just been announced. And take a bow mudgee in New South Wales. It's been crowned the top spot in Australia for the second year in a row. Uh, It's a part of a big wine growing region. So I reckon a good drop of red from that mudgee area is probably behind some of those good points. Yeah, I reckon. And it's not just New South Wales that has some great places to visit. Bendigo in Victoria came in second, and I have to say from experience, Bendigo is awesome. And Mandura in Western Australia took out the bronze medal. So there's plenty of fab Aussie towns to explore. Squeeze the day, Claire. What are you going to be thinking about today? Look, a couple of notable birthdays. Prince Harry is 38 today, so he's having an interesting time, I guess, for that milestone of his. Uh, Also, an anniversary of the birthday of Agatha Christie. I'm a huge fan. Siobhan, what about you? Yeah, I love a bit of murder mystery. And sticking with the entertainment theme, I'm going to be glued to the premiere of season five of The Handmaid's Tale on SBS tonight. It's super bleak, but I can't stop watching it. You know what? Of all the TV I've watched, I haven't gone into The Handmaid's Tale and I know I'm just going to love it, so I'm storing it all up. You've got to do it. Just You've got five, well, four seasons to binge now, so just get onto it. (laughs) Get into it. I know. I'm going to go down that rabbit hole and, look, you're going to have to give me some time before I come out again, I reckon. That's it from us today, but Claire and I will be back tomorrow to help round out your week, so chat to you then. G'day, I'm Kate Watson, co-host of News Club. News Club this week was an interview with Lauren Sams. She's the fashion editor at the Australian Financial Review. She's all over the business of fashion and retail, so I pulled her in to talk to us about fast fashion and ultra-fast fashion. In particular, businesses like Timu and Shein, who in Australia alone are on track to record more than $2 billion in sales. Here's a clip from that conversation. What is happening is that it's recalibrating fashion as a single-use item. Mm. So when you think about something that's 6 or $7, you know, my, I bought coffee this morning and that was $5.50 and that that's a single-use item to me. You know, I, I have my coffee. Like actually is, like you cannot use that twice. No. <laughs> and so when you're talking about a dress yeah. that's sort of an equivalent price – People equate it with something that doesn't need to be valued. Um, You don't need to wear it again. To listen to the full interview, just search for News Club in your podcast app and hit follow.